Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. I'm Eldon, and Lol's here today. It's been a while since we have recorded an episode, so we're here towards the end of July, and we thought maybe we should do one to kind of catch things up. So Lol, welcome to the podcast, and uh, what do we want to talk about today? Oh, it's good to be here, Eldon, and I feel like I should welcome you to the podcast <laughs> as well, because I always feel like I'm more welcome than you and that's fine stuff, so i want us to both feel welcome here yeah yeah everybody's welcome warm welcome yeah yep so we're here july 23rd did you say i think so yeah pretty close to the end of july when did we we were recorded right at the end of strawberry season right yeah since the first part of june month and a half or something yeah, backed by popular demand from our rabid fan base, they kept hounding us and hounding us, so what do you do? I don't know, I guess you record another episode. <laughs> <laughs> or I should say our fan, our, our fan. Our singular our one, fan. Our, our one fan wanted us fan. to tell us what we've been up to. Yeah. Uh, so we wrapped up strawberry season, basically we didn't pick as long as sometimes um i think we closed the pick your patch pretty much on schedule but then we have a wholesale patch that we pick for ourselves uh, mainly albions and it's a, a more cyclical ever-bearing type of fruit so we often go i mean i was actually seeing some uh you know how your phone like does the Memory thing. memory yeah. thingies, and I saw a picture three years ago that I had. I think this was after we were done doing everything, but we still hadn't mowed the plants off, and I'd went up and picked a couple buckets like okay. on the 18th of July. Hmm. But this year we did not get into July at all. Yeah, it, they just were petering out, which is fine. It's uh, that part of the season is. Uh, not very productive, probably, and you can quickly, I think you can lose lose ground because the longer your strawberry plants stay green and growing, then it's a shorter turnaround before you can mow the plants off, get the plastic lifted up, and if you don't get your plastic and your beds back down in a timely manner, you're actually giving up yield for your following year, so... Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes uh, milking every little drip out of your mm-hmm. patch patch is probably not the best uh, economically. So you got to figure out what works and then be decisive and move on. So anyway, yeah, we're working at being decisive. Being well, <laughs> no, that we're working happened, and moving that happened on a while ago. Point. The yeah. plants have been mowed off, and we're working at getting the old plastic, plastic up. up which is our favorite job around the farm and i'm saying that sarcastically because it's not a very pleasant job yeah especially in the heat of the summer and uh dry and hot and kind of dusty sort of work dirty yep. work but it has to happen so the the more dead your plants are the cleaner your plastic lifts up the 
less is left behind in the soil and yes the better all around it it goes so we're anyway we're working at that and we will be for the next uh week or two yeah uh if everything goes according to plan which it probably won't but hopefully we can get uh, our new our strawberry tips sometime during the first two weeks of august and we're not we only start a portion of them ourselves the rest of them we have a friend uh, grow for us so hopefully we can get them planted uh, into propagation trays you know start our little strawberry plants so that they'll be ready to plant mid-september ish hopefully we can get our beds made in a very timely way this year last year we were definitely on the late side I think we were into September a little ways. Yeah, it was definitely into September. Which a bit. made most of our planting happen like in the first part of October, which yeah. for us is really a couple weeks, probably ideally too late. Yeah. Or two weeks later than would be ideal. Do you think that's some of why our season went the way it did as far as kind of a... It's possible. Yeah. Just don't know. <laughs> it's because a lot you of have nothing to compare yeah, it to. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you had one field that we would have planted on time, yeah. and the other field that we would planted later, then you could compare it to. But if you're just comparing it to, you know, another grower's patch mm-hmm. in another part of the state, it's not necessarily apples to apples. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you doing anything different this year as far as varieties are concerned? Strawberries. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going, we're dropping our Chandlers just a little bit more again, and we're planting about the same amount of Albions. Actually, there was, for a little bit, I was told that I couldn't get the Albions that I had ordered, so I scrambled Hmm. around and found an alternate source on those, so I think we'll have Albions this year. Good. Uh, doing a few Merced because that we tried a, a few last year and it did well, so we're doing more. And we're going up on Ruby Junes because they seem to do fairly well again for us. So it yeah. gives the confidence to drop our trusty Chandlers and go to Ruby yeah. Junes. Hopefully that's not a mistake. Hopefully not. It's always a little bit of a gamble i guess but an educated gamble (laughs) yeah nothing hugely different yeah i mean they keep they keep hearing new varieties great Mm -hmm. varieties Mm -hmm. come down the pipe is it the pike or the pipe i think think you could go either way i think we've had this discussion before maybe so (laughs) you need more coffee since you're yawning something goodness anyway so probably fairly similar to what we did last year on plants, numbers, and um, varieties, and so forth. Yeah, hopefully we can get them in a little quicker this year. But biggest thing we've been doing besides the plastic work was um, getting the pumpkins all mm-hmm. in and situated. Um, end of June, first part of July, we were working on those. Looking pretty good, pretty good, good. I think. Yeah. Maybe even a little better than last year. Very good. 
So we're trying to, I put a bunch of drip tape down. We're doing more and more uh, just out in the field versus, so we have some old strawberry plastic that we plant pumpkins in, but as we need more and more pumpkins, we are planting more and more just field like pumpkins. regular yeah. out in the field pumpkins. So we, um, but we're trying to do it where we can irrigate them with drip tape, just run a drip tape on mm-hmm. top of the ground, but right near the pumpkin stem. Makes sense. So we got all that, we got the drip tape down, and then the other day I got it actually hooked up, and I've run a little bit of water. In the rain situation, it's been interesting. It's, um, you know, we had enough rain through strawberry season that like it was it was workable we didn't have like days and days of rain Mm -hmm. and in fact i mean the spring on on average was actually a little dry for a lot of things which worked out good for strawberry season but it sort of continued on into summer like we we're not dry dry but we're not wet we're not early and this is like we're just teetering on that on the edge like you know we had we've had a few shots of rain over the last two weeks and it's not been a big amount but it's kind of enough to keep everything going but you know this time of the year you're you're always a little nervous because mm-hmm. you're never that far away from from drought too dry. yeah and too dry so we're thinking about that especially in regards to just our road crops soybeans and corn and then especially the corn maize, which we do not have irrigation for pumpkins, yeah, yeah. we can irrigate most all of our pumpkins. Uh, so, and strawberries, of course, you know, when we get them planted in the fall, we have them set up to irrigate. But um, certain crops, like our corn maize, is very difficult to irrigate. But yeah. it's looking very good. Our corn maize, we got it in and it's up. Probably uh, waist high almost. Close, really yeah. close. And it's, I mean, it's been kind of hanging right there. Like, it's not twisted up a lot. Mm-hmm. It's got its root down pretty good. And if we get a rain this yeah. weekend, yeah. an inch of rain, it would quickly go to shoulder or head high. And then you feel like you could stress a little bit less because <laughs> you kind of got that height that you need. Yeah. Although August tends to be nice and warm and dry too, so right. But, but if you can you get, get it head to, high, this yeah. the kind of corn that we use, it's it's made to kind of sit there through periods of dry weather, yeah. and then when it gets a rain, it'll basically a, once we get spurt on to head height, we uh, have covered most people as far as yeah, that's the maze. idea. Cover, Anything beyond cover this, the just, people, just uh, icing on the cake, I guess. But makes yeah. it more difficult for our tall friends if yeah. we have a really good tall corn maze. Now I think it Last makes it more difficult. Was quite tall, right? Yeah, it makes yeah. it more difficult for everybody because the taller it is above your, you kind of when you can't you see can't out at all, even into the sky, you know, the yeah. trees on the edge of the field or whatever. Yeah. it really helps you uh, lose your sense of direction. Yeah, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And we're Very still good. finalizing our design. We've That's one way to say it. Various <laughs> thoughts about what to do. Yeah, it's always a, a little bit of a tension between 
trying to make it cool or look cool from there and trying to just make it complicated. This year we have generally are on the side of being complicated. Good ideas as far as things to put in it design wise, but uh, we'll see. So yeah, corn maze is rolling, pumpkins are rolling, we've wrapped up strawberry season, tomatoes are kind of wrapping up, yeah. Um, Depending when you listen to this, we're planning to shut the farm store down here at the end of July for our annual break until the fall season. Uh, So yeah, that's coming right up and then we'll be off till middle of september so probably when we open back up for the corn maze we'll be off off yeah that wasn't the right term what i meant was closed our farm farm will will be be closed closed, yeah but we'll still be busy yeah there will be plenty to be done especially in relation to getting ready for strawberries and the fall season well, the greenhouse have to get cleaned out, too, from the tomato plants. Oh, yeah. Little details. That's always a fun job. <laughs> and we'll actually go back within a month, probably, or a little less, with our first crop of little tomatoes. I thought we talked about this. I thought you weren't going to do that this year. It's uh, quick. I don't think I got that memo. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting some plants from the guy that grows our strawberries, Dr. Alan Straw. Okay, interesting. And we'll grow a fall crop of tomatoes in that little greenhouse. Okay. BHN 589 determinants. Good to know. Good Mm -hmm. to know. Hopefully have them in November. Fascinating. You hadn't known that? No. Last I heard, we were going to take a month and a half off. Close for a month and a half till January or so. Nah, I don't think we ever did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't think we had ever planned that. Yeah, well, I'm 92% sure. Good thing we did. we did this podcast, so now you can, now you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's or we probably could something we should make talk the about decision here on the podcast. <laughs> uh, anyhow. So, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else we need to catch people up on? Uh, did you want to get into the vaccine at all? Probably not. Okay. No. Uh, any political things you need to talk about on the podcast? No. 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 Don't want to really go there. Let's Guess see. the NBA finals just wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know anything about that, but. <laughs> yeah. Probably don't want to make any uh, any other fans mad, so we should maybe stay away from that one too. Yeah. I didn't have a dog in the fight, so I didn't really care. You didn't have a dog in the fight? A what dog, a dumb saying. A Goodness. dog chasing the bucks. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> it from the farm. <laughs> Since we're not going to delve into controversial territory. That's I did want to ask you this question. I had a question to ask you. I've okay. been thinking about this for a while. I might so, have to remove this from the podcast. But. You won't. <laughs> So, since we've been doing... Is that my phone ringing or your phone? It's mine. Okay. Since we've been doing this for a while... Yeah. If you were, let's say, you and somebody else 
um, bought a farm somewhere. Uh, I don't know where. Georgia, uh, Illinois, uh, New Jersey. I don't know. <laughs> Some random place. Yeah. Yeah. And you had the farm. It was nice, you know, kind of modest sized farm. And you're going to try to, and it was reasonably close to population center. So you're going to do what we do here. Mm-hmm. How would you figure that out? What would you do? How would you start? Well, I'd probably start with the corn maze and the fall stuff. Just because you could probably get into some of that stuff a little cheaper and with less uh, uh, initial investment in infrastructure. I don't know. So you I mean, would... it would kind of depend what time of year you're talking to. Like if you're... I don't know. Yeah. June. Yeah. You, you closed you on the farm in June. Yeah, well, I would have hoped to have planted the corn maize a little before that, maybe, or <laughs> right about then. Yeah, I don't know, probably but something Would like you that. start out with a, the same size corn maize like we have? Well, there's just a lot of variables, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just like, I mean, you know... We've kind of just... Well, um, so the, the reason I would say the fall stuff, it's something you can do. I mean, there's... Uh, numbers vary quite a bit, but you could probably get get everything ready for a fall season for 10 to 12K, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, hopefully, you your can return on investment. get some most of that back the initial first year, and then you're building a an audience for whatever you want to do for the following spring if you want to do strawberries or that's sort of opposite such. of what what we did here yeah we, we did strawberries first we yeah. did two and a half acres or so of but we eased into them i mean we we didn't plant four acres right right away well actually we first did like a thousand or two thousand and then plants Right. Yeah. Yeah, not acres. Not acres. <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure the unit of measurement but was noted. But the thing that we had some retail going on here at the at the greenhouse to sell tomatoes, so that yeah. was it was a little bit different. And strawberries meshed very well with yeah. that. Yeah. Whereas tomatoes, I mean, um, fall stuff didn't. And then because we, I hope that's not an important call. Because. Oh, it's dead. He's wondering where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're recording a podcast. Do you want to come up and join us? Okay. All right. Now, I'll come mess with it here in a little bit. We should have a sponsor for breaks in the action like this. <laughs> you could sing. I guess if anyone wants to sponsor the podcast, let us know. But I would like Red Wing to sponsor the podcast. Red Wing boots. Yeah. Durable, gritty, comfortable, comfortable, made in the USA. Is that true? I don't know. I think I would Feeding, just say it's Helping farmers feed the world. Helping, for, helping farmers feed themselves. <laughs> Well, that too. And the world. While they feed the world. Yeah. I like my Red Wing boots. 
Yeah, I, like I think this is too. the fifth pair that I've had. Good boots. Over eight, ten years. I don't know. Can you usually get? I don't keep track of your boot and history. And half, year and a half out of them. Yeah. Anyway, so back to your farm, your hypothetical farm. So you would start with the fall. You would plant an acre of pumpkins. Just because it feels like the risk level yeah, is lower. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I don't know. What would you plant strawberries that that fall for the following spring? Maybe, but I probably wouldn't do a ton. I mean, but it'd be really hard to like really make a living off of just a, a yeah. fall season. Well, any of this, so you're say, talking two years to get anywhere near. A, yeah, but let's say you wanted to grow the grow your agritourism business to where you wanted to, um, you know, do it full time, which obviously you wouldn't. But yeah, let's say yeah, hypothetically, you. you would enjoy doing this full time. Yeah. So then, you would you plant strawberries that fall? Well, you have to do something. I mean, corn maize and yeah. pumpkins aren't so, going to pay for it. Right. So, so you're going to start out with an acre of strawberries? I mean, I guess if you're going to try to repeat what we've done here. Well, I don't know. I just think, like, what would you do? Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Would yeah. you put a, you'd put up a greenhouse. That's what you do and raise eh, tomatoes. I don't think so. Matter of fact, I don't think I'd do the fall stuff if it was up to me. Let's say theoretically that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Okay, let's maybe you're you're trying to advise your friend. Yeah. You're still working your job. Well, I would tell them not to quit their job <laughs> yet. But he really know. wants to farm. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's hard. Like, yeah. first of all, you're borrowing a ton of money to buy the farm, probably. Especially if you're anywhere near any population. Yeah. Um, everything you do on a farm, there's major outlaying of money before you make any money, uh, whether it's fall stuff or strawberries or See, greenhouses. Who told or me this? Whatever. Someone told me that someone said the easiest way to make a million farming is to have two million dollars and then <laughs> lose a million. Uh, yeah, Sounds I've heard that it's reasonable. funner to farm with money than without money, or to make money, or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. You know, if you had a hundred acres with no buildings, no nothing, your initial investment would be pretty expensive. But it is true. Like if you did your the fall things, like you could, our in fall infrastructure is fairly, uh, shall we say, light. Yeah. Like, we actually use a big tent, and it's very seasonal. Yeah, yeah. Now, you could do something. You could put a pole building up or something. Like, I think you, you could, could have You could put up a, hoop buildings or something. It could be yeah. used both fall and but spring. A, a big pole building that you could use fall and spring. That would make sense. Yeah. And then you kind of start working around that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of our buildings around here aren't even... They're more in the bigger farm scheme. They're not really yeah in storage the... and livestock stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, whatever. I don't know. It's just like everything. There's so many variables, and then you. I'd probably plant an acre of berries. Yeah. So that'd be a reasonable size. You wouldn't want to get a lot bigger, and you know, hopefully you just get 
swamped with people. Yeah. <laughs> probably that's what would happen. But you kind of just have I to. I think you could probably do an anchor as long as you have enough people around. Um, yeah, and you, you know, the first year you probably have to be a little careful. Like you might, I mean, it would seem like you would advertise like crazy, but I'm not sure if you did too much of that. It depends a lot. I think we're assuming that there would be less people than what we have here. I mean, we're yeah. 15 minutes from Lynchburg, yeah, which has a lot of people. Yep, lots of variables. But then, yeah, you have your corn maze. You may plant an acre, acre and a half of pumpkins, and you kind of ease into it that way. An acre of strawberries. You do pick your own strawberries. Any of these things, like you're going to have a couple of years till you're uh, you're making any decent um, income off of well, till it. it's till it's actually starting to pay for yeah, your that's investment. What I mean. Yeah, <laughs> much less much less having enough to live on. Hundred acres you just bought, do you? <laughs> yeah. So you probably is you probably actually would have to kind of do that on the side. Yeah. Maybe have a job that you would. You'd have to figure something out. Mm-hmm. Work for somebody else. Yeah, I almost think like you could. It would be horrible, but you could probably do strawberries, an acre of strawberries, and a corn maze, and some fall stuff, and and sort of still have a job. Yeah, and there's some people who do that. Yeah, they don't have a life either. No, well, you don't either. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's right. Well, at, at our point, at where we are now, we've we've grown enough that it takes like you couldn't do it all and, and have a full-time job too you wouldn't have enough time yeah but we have a no- number of enterprises going here besides agritourism thing I mean, yeah exactly it's not the tomatoes it's not just the, the fall row crops stuff the cattle. And the strawberries yeah right but it'd be really hard to start all of those things at the same time and it'd be and brutal yeah and and then even yeah, pay yourself. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, maybe just start a food truck. <laughs> yeah. But like as what I would tell anyone who wanted to get into doing, like you've got to, you've there's kind of a fine line. You have to do it in a big enough way that yeah. it's uh, sustainable and that like you're in it for the long haul. I mean, yeah. But you can also get too, I know you've seen a lot of people get too, too big, big, too, too quick, quick, Yeah. borrow a lot of money, and then you're leveraged pretty hard. And you, well, some of it's, it's just work. Our, our philosophy That's on true. things. like On life. <laughs> no, not necessarily that, but like, um, yeah, I don't, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable taking a million dollar loan buying hundred acres of land and and uh diving into this but that'd be pretty stupid well that's how we think (laughs) but there are other people who are like hey it's a million dollar investment we're gonna make this work and there are people that do that and make it work Uh, i wouldn't be able to it would stress me out to no end but but there, I mean, there's other ways to do it. Like you can ease into it. If you were you near a big population big center, I think you could you could spend the money and you'd be almost assured of having people yeah. come. Yeah. 
If I just feel like if you go in with a big whack, the the like it either has to work or it doesn't work. And I've seen more situations where it hasn't worked, and uh, then then the other way where it's a, a farm family or something he's into it a little more. Well, some of the time too, I think people jump around from one thing to the other instead of just settling on something and having it grow like you know if you tried strawberries two years and you had rainy years and just gave up on that and tried something else like you're not really building up any sort of uh customer base and so like there's something to be said for just plugging along and doing the same thing and whatever yeah i don't know there's a lot of uh or not a lot. There's kind of this idea in photography, which I've always been interested in. You know, no photographer starts out taking world-class images. They have to take a hundred thousand bad they start pictures out taking before snapshots. they before they uh, and then they finally figure that's derogatory to call them pictures that you're making images. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that was a. Weird conversation, weird tangent. Yeah. I'll just cut it all off here. Just kidding. I'll probably do it here. <laughs> I don't care. I was just like, you know, sometimes no, we don't, we think about things from exercise. from where we are, but we were in an existing farm. Yeah. And so, you know. Well, we were able to ease into it because of the cows. and Because of some other things we were doing. Some other things, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Any farmer starting today has my sympathies. I mean, it's it's a long, hard road to hoe. Well, and there's, I mean, it depends what you're going to do, too. I mean, if you're crop farming, yep. you know, well, there you have lots of expense and land. and uh, yeah. 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 Well, let's <laughs> fail on this podcast. All right. Well, since we're here, since we're here, yeah. Well, if you've made it this uh, far in the podcast, I'd just like to apologize for anything that you've heard that was uh, awkward and weird. But here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, thanks for listening. I guess if you have something you'd like us to talk about in a future episode, you can give Lowell a call. (laughs) (laughs) No, shoot us an email. We might talk about something if if we have an interesting topic brought up or something but yeah that's pretty much it i guess we'll try to have another episode in a number of weeks or a month or something or whenever we get around to it that's right since we're so busy farming that's right saving the world all right feeding we'll the world. talk to you again some other time see ya